0: Balch.
1: Yeah, suck my balch. Uh-huh. Live from my mom's basement. It's a mini episode of Suck My Balch I'm Mike. I'm Dave, and uh, we're back here again. We are back here again. We're putting out another episode on the uh special occasion of both your Knicks and my Redskins having terrible coaches and ownership. Terrible, terrible season. What what is your record for the Knicks? Seven and sixteen. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful to hear, Dave. The Redskins are three and uh, ten, possibly three and eleven, maybe four and ten. If you're listening to this on a particularly awesome Monday, but there's been some things going on at Redskins Park that no one's too happy about. Last week, right before the game, there was a report that Mike Shanahan had cleared out his office at the end of last season that he was going to quit. He denied those rumors. And then the next day at his press conference, basically said that he was going to bench RG3 in favor of Kirk Cousins, who's actually playing pretty well right now. We're at halftime of the Redskins game of recording this, basically challenging Snyder to fire him to pay him his severance that week. But Snyder said, OK, no, you can have, you can have Kirk Cousins playing. I won't do anything about it. And then this morning, things surface. Another story about Kyle Shanahan actually being the true coach of the team and that he's a petulant little brat that always gets his way, that pe- and people just can't stand him. So why don't you give him an update of your Knicks, and then we'll just launch into our traditional segment of pick and rolling on the floor laughing, which is just a bunch of one-liners about how terribly depressed we are about our Redskins and Knicks.
0: Well, well, Mike, thank you. Thank you for uh, letting me talk about the Knicks. <laughs> my favorite uh, topic. Uh, I, I don't know what there is to say. Uh, they're awful. <laughs> there's not much hope. <laughs> Unless they trade every single player on that team.
1: Dave, you wouldn't happen to have a draft pick, a first round draft uh, pick. Would it be really helpful to have a draft pick, Mike. Both our t- teams don't have draft picks at the end they of the don't season. Have draft no, yeah, so they, that's why we get along.
0: They were all sent away for uh, Carmelo Anthony and J.R. Smith's taint. I don't know what they <laughs> were. Uh,
1: it's it's, mis- it's, it's mis- miserable. It's a miserable time, but let's just get into the jokes. So let's try and add some levity into this terribly depressing season. Uh, so this is Pick and Rolling on the floor laughing. Asked if he cleared out his office because he had planned to quit at the end of last season. Coach Mike Shanahan did not deny the allegation. I cleared out my office because all I have in there are two notebooks and an iPad, he said. Of course, I keep my poor stash in Kyle's closet. <laughs> It's mostly not weird German stuff, said Shanahan. This, of course, proves once again that Mike Shanahan is a liar and loves watching German people shit all over each other. <laughs> Dave, Mike Shanahan might not have a sandwich named after him at the Carnegie Deli. But when he walks into a tanning salon, everyone knows his name. And also that he'll be dead from skin cancer the next 15 years. Dave, Dan Snyder is such a failure as a businessman that six flags is down to one flag. And on that flag is a little boy being abducted by his parents' friend who he's never met. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. All
1: right. Uh, shots fired. Send your, send your lawsuits and, uh, and subpoenas to Bethesda Bagels, SMB's number one sponsor on Bethesda Avenue. They're open at 6.30, so if you want to send someone out there, go right ahead. Are
0: you saying Dan Snyder does not support the Amber Alert? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mike Shanahan is so tan that he jizzes Coppertone and shits aloe vera. <laughs> economical. It's it's very it's very economical, because, Dave, Mike Shanahan will oftentimes jizz and just rub it all over his entire body. And you know, that'll be good for when he goes out tanning, but Dave, if he gets a sunburn, what does he do? He <laughs> shits it. aloe vera, Dave. So yeah. it's economical. He just puts it right on his arm, applies it, he's good. That's how it works. That's that's how it works. Right. Dave Dan Snyder, he walks into a bar. He buys it. He's a Jewish man. He's gonna buy that bar. <laughs> <laughs> The bar becomes a financial success for the next 15 years. Again, he's a Jewish man. He (laughs) does. But the soul of what made the bar great is totally gone. The people in the town, though, they like to get drunk, and it's the only bar in town. so It's also the bar people's fathers went to, their grandfathers. There's an old guy named Gus who's always there with his wife, and he's a sweet man. So people go anyway because they're dying in a coal mine, and old Gus is there with his wife. And this is all they have, and their father's died in that coal mine, so... Dave, you might as well go down to Goldberg's Bar or Grill.
0: May as well. May as well. Goldberg's.
1: Goldberg's. Yeah, it's a Jewish coal mining town, Dave. Don't don't test me on this. There's a lot of, a lot of things in Bethesda you don't know about. There's Jewish coal mine, you know. Oh, it's end of, I, I did a quick Google search. There's three to four Jewish coal miners. <laughs> ever. Old Gus. Old Gus Goldstein. Anyways, even though the good people of this Jewish coal mining town give this bar all their harder money. And even though he used to know everyone who worked there before Dan Snyder jazzed the place up with hot waitresses, they still go. And he thinks that just because he owns the bar, they can make the best martini in town. He starts making the drinks himself, Dave. Horrible failure. Drinks are watered down. Prices go up. But remember, Goldberg's is the bar everyone's father went to. And, you know, their lungs are turning black anyway, so why not go? But Dan Snyder, finally, he realizes, he takes a step back. He thinks... He hears what I've been doing wrong. He he looks at it. He goes to the bar one town over, he hires the best bartender there. And the the new bartender comes with his expensive bartender tools and son. And he he starts actually randomly he just starts having an affair with old Gus's wife and starts just fucking her on the on the bar. (laughs) Him and then Dan Snyder comes and he starts fucking old Gus. (laughs) And all the patrons of Goldberg's Bar and Grill, all the Jewish coal miners look on in horror. But, Dave, they order another drink. (laughs) Old Gus and his wife are getting trained on by Dan Snyder and the new bartender there. But they keep ordering another round because, Dave, it's the only bar in town. they got to go. Still people go. But, Dave, Goldberg's isn't that type of place. It's not the place where you watch, you know, casual amateur porn being filmed on a day-to-day basis. It's just a straight-up coal mining bar. So after a while, the great bartender gets bored. He packs up his fancy cocktail bitters takes the mixologist's son slash pornography director and moves to a bar really close to the equator. But, Dave, still people go. They love Goldbergs, and the idea of what Goldbergs meant to them as a child, that they refuse to go anywhere else. They watch the amateur porn being filmed on the bar, and they order the drinks from the same bar. Who knows what's in those drinks at this point, Dave? Probably Jizz. Probably Jizz, exactly. So what does Dan Snyder do, Dave? He fucks him some more. He (laughs) fucks him sideways. He fucks him six ways from Sunday. He gets Uh, old Gus. (laughs) Old Gus's wife. Old Gus's wife's stepdaughter and has six of them all on the bar (laughs) with all the patrons watching (laughs) He waters down the drinks even more, which is, you know, a horrible affront. He puts parking meters out front. He jacks up the prices two, two more dollars, eliminates happy hour, has the regular's wives jack him off in exchange for Bud Lights that aren't filled with urine, and films more and more porn on the top of the bar, Dave, with old Gus, old Gus's wife, and old Gus's st- wife's stepdaughter.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man. Just to say, Dave, the spirit of Goldberg's is gone. <laughs> The spirit of Goldbergs is gone, and Goldbergs is dead.
0: Wait. Mike, is this the Verizon Center you're talking about? <laughs> Same difference, right?
1: But still I go, and I watch Dan Snyder and the bartender run trains on octogenarians. <laughs> Fuck me, Dave. <laughs> it's a fucking team. Uh, you have some Knicks jokes. I'm just going to go cry in the corner.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I... I do. And now for Knicks
1: jokes.
0: (laughs) Um, All right, Mike. If there's one thing certain during every Knicks game is that J.R. Smith will take a contested three. Do you know what else is certain during the Knicks game? What's that? Me wanting to kill myself with alcohol. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Okay. Are you okay, Dave? Mike Woodson loves switching on defense for the mismatches. Too bad every mismatch leads to an uncontested layup and me wanting to kill myself with alcohol. (laughs) I
1: see what you – it's like the sex with each other jokes. (laughs) With killing yourself with alcohol. I like it. I like it. Well done. It's a depressing day, Dave. It's a depressing
0: day. Uh, So this was in the news. We got a we got a, we got an official news story about about how GMs conduct business. It might clear a lot of things up. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of weird things going. On. I want to clear the air about a certain GM and clear how he conducts business clear. And this, this is really fascinating. I think I think I think Newsweek posted this or 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 the Wall Street Journal. I don't know who. Anyway, so here here it goes. When asked to describe his routine before engaging. In player GM negotiations, Raptors and former Nuggets GM Masai Ujiri, am I pronouncing his name correctly? I believe so. Had the following to say.
1: A Kenyan man. Yes.
0: Brilliant guy. <laughs> he said, well, it all depends on the club I'm dealing with. Sometimes I reread passages mm-hmm. from The Art of War. Sometimes I look at the latest synergy statistics, but it really all depends on the club. When asked to give you know specific examples, Ujiri added, well... And this is an outlier, and I must add, highly unorthodox, but when I call the Knicks, I always do the following. I remove my tie, I place my feet on the table, I light a fine Cuban cigar, and then I call the finest escort service in Toronto. I then have the girl come in to my office and perform oral sex on me while I'm discussing ridiculous face <laughs> in with the Knicks. <laughs> Normally, I put, put them on speakers so they can hear that I'm getting blown while I'm talking to them. I also do this because at the moment, I can really make the most ludicrous demands, like first, like three first round picks and Iman Shumpert and Tim Hardway Jr. for Kyle Lowry. The blowjob, I believe, provides a certain (laughs) bravado and confidence that most GMs lack and sometimes and something that really resonates with owner Jimmy Dolan. (laughs) Bet it does. After a few more demands, I usually get what I want. So there you have it, Mike. Now, I mean, I think. That's how he does it. Yeah. I, you know, I was always wondering what the secret was, but it's it's the blowjob.
1: The man's a magician, and he's also awesome at making trades while getting blowjobs. That's the that's <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the backbone behind that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in the
0: off season, like there was a rumor floating around that Jimmy Dolan was unhappy with Stargard and on Shumpert's play in the off season.
1: Right. I remember that rumor.
0: To clarify the matter, Dolan spoke at length on the subject and oh, he said this play, said the agitated owner. It was his new rap album. It just fell flat, and I feel like Iman could have worked a little harder. <laughs> when asked what Iman could have done differently, a defined Dolan said, More eagles. <laughs> <laughs> when pressed to <laughs> To explain himself, he told, he offered an anecdote of Iman visiting his office and him showing Don Henley's sex tape to Iman Shumpert. The sex tape had great harmonies that Iman failed to sample. Carmelo <laughs> yeah. Carmelo Anthony smiles a lot on the basketball court, Mike. Have you noticed that?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a grinner.
0: And uh, even when the Knicks are losing by double digits, when asked about his behavior recently after a 41-point loss to the Celtics, Carmelo had this to say. Smiling helps me from wanting to kill myself with alcohol. <laughs>
1: that's Nick's jokes, bro. That, that's, uh, and that is pick and rolling on the floor laughing the owners and coaches depressing Nick's Redskins edition. Uh, if you would like to email us or uh, hopefully not send us subpoenas, we are at Suck My Balch on Twitter. We are at smbpodcast at AOL.com. Uh, please feel free to drop us a line. We're on iTunes. Subscribe, review, hate us, love us. That's it. I'm Mike. I'm Such Dave. Peace out from Bethesda, y'all.